Santa, don't bully Nick. I'll fucking... Hey! Just because you're Santa doesn't mean I can't stand up for myself. Oh, yeah? I'll, I'll fucking... I'll, I'll, I'll kick your dick in the dirt, boy. I'll knock you out, Santa. Oh, Jesus, Santa! I'll knock you back to the North Pole, motherfucker. I'll fucking turn you into one tenth of a man. Put you I'll in a fucking suitcase, boy. You I'll struggle me? you with that beard and fucking rip out your pubic hair, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and shove it in your baby. mouth. Santa, are you going to let him talk to you like that? I'm going to fuck your wife, dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> 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 yeah, Absolutely. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rude to do, Sam. They call me the Jez Watson of the North Pole. Hey, Nick. So keep, your, right. keep your wife close. Uh, yeah. I am like so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many caps I break bread when I break me, you send to me. You motherfuckers never want another but your life saved. Bitch, and that's for the life they have written down. You are listening to Brief Interviews with Hideous Men. And I'm your host, Jez Watts. Welcome back to the show. Um, as you guys would have heard in the uh, the opening sting, uh, obviously a very exciting episode uh, this week uh, because we have uh, the delightful Santa P. Claus. Uh, is P. his middle name? I don't think P. is middle name at all. Um, but we have Santa Claus on uh, as <laughs> a very interesting guest. Uh, he and Nick obviously has some conflict. Um, Santa, it turns out he's a, he's a big, big bully. Um, but he's also a very funny uh, guest on the podcast. So um, that is happening this week. We talked to Nick about some 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 weird shit uh, that Nick got up to. Fuck, Nick's such a weird dude, but I love him so much. He's uh, such a sensational character. Um, oh, actually, speaking of Santa and Nick, uh, Nick, uh, based on like some of the sort of uh, the riffing that went on in this podcast, Nick went away and like uh, shot. And uh, edited like a video, like a like a promo. It's like a promo video for his uh, solo show. Um, I'll put like a link on on the website and stuff. Um, but uh, it's actually a pretty funny video about him like abducting Santa Claus. Um, and so I'll I'll put link that on the website as well. Like as always, guys, you can go to the Infinite Jest website, uh, infinitejest.com dot au um and there'll be like uh links if you want any like the music or whatever for the episodes like there's always links to the youtube um and like i'll link to next video as well there um so you can check that out it's it's pretty funny it's worth it's worth seeing um what else has been going on this week oh man i just watched fancy boy um which uh it's, it's, like you can get it on like abc iview or whatever like i actually had never used iview before uh just now because i was like I don't give a shit, fucking torrent shit, motherfucker, and, or I Netflix, and that's all I'm going to do. Uh, it turns out iView is actually very easy to use, and it's fine. Um, and they've started actually making some cool shows, and I traditionally hate Australian television, because it's just generic, watered-down bullshit, or it's, like, uh, just, like, pitched at, like, Ocker, uh, I guess what you would call, like, mainstream Australia, I don't know what you call them, P- fucking Pauline Hansen voters or whatever, but, um... It's good, like fancy, like uh, all the comics. Is, these are honestly like some of my favorite comics in the country um, that have like sort of written and, and, and acted in the show. Uh, it's like sketch show or whatever. Um, but on top of that, it's like it. It's good, like it's just genuinely good, and I'm so surprised that in going through the process of like making you know deal with the with ABC um, and 
I, I would assume having to use some of their people and whatnot, um, that the concept didn't get destroyed because it's fucking dark and it's funny and it's just interesting and like you just haven't seen this shit before. And I'm, if anything, I feel less embarrassed to be an Australian because Fancy Boy exists. So go and watch Fancy Boy on iView. Like, there's like Greg Larson and Stu Dolman are like two very funny, and for Ann Edmonds as well, who's in it. Uh, really, really funny comics. Um, like, just great at stand-up. Um, and on top of that, they've fucking... They've made a really cool show, so it's well worth seeing. Um, other than that, I mean, we might as well just get to the episode. It's a pretty good one. Uh, before we do, though, make sure you go to... Uh, perhaps buy some tickets if you're in Perth for Fringe World um, for... Um, my show, Jez Watts, Smug Face, or uh, The Nasty Show, or uh, The Split Show with me and Glenn Grimwood, A Thing That Is Happening, or uh, Nick Marrow's show, uh, me talking about stuff, ellipses, some of it a little bit dirty, Winky Face. That's such a terrible fucking title for a show, by the way. That's an awful title for a show, but I think it'll be a good one to see anyway. I think it'll be a good show. Um... Anyway, just go to the Infinite Jazz website, and there's links to all that shit, and uh, you can like us on Facebook and all that uh, jazz. Uh, hey, do you like our do you like our new fucking our new fucking artwork for the podcast? I think it's pretty fucking good, right? It's pretty fucking good. Um, I'm actually yeah, I'm actually really proud of it. Uh, not that I drew it, I just paid someone to draw it, but I told them what to draw, and they did it as I asked, and it is very cool, and I like it a lot, and I hope you guys like it too. I think it's great. Um, yeah, anyway, it's been a long rambling introduction. Let's go to the podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 19. Uh, oh, fuck, what, were we, what was I going to call this? Episode 19. Episode 19. Santa left a grimble in my stocking. good like now it's like there's no there's no half assing it like when it's got like I can't bail from this it's got my fucking face on it um, <laughs> so I need it to be good but I just need to fucking not be constantly exhausted and hate myself yeah. to the point where I can <coughs> figure it out that's the thing yeah it is actually, negative it's a re- no it is a really challenging thing I think to try and like fully commit and focus on comedy but also just take care of like a life like mm. you, you've got to like make like you. I mean, you like you run like a fucking legal practice. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that it's a massively mentally and emotionally draining. That takes up a lot of time during the day. I get up in the morning and I'm responsible for people. <laughs> That's the thing, I mean, yeah. People rely on me for that. I'm, I'm only like half responsible for me. Like I'm not even fully responsible for me if because I'm, I've got like Nicole to take care of me and like do the shopping and like do all the cooking and like loan me money. And Glenn, I mean, Glenn doesn't have a lot of requirements. Like to live, like like you just like have a spot in a share house. You eat out of cans and shit. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, it's, it, but like, that being said, just just going to a job, just like because I've got a job where I don't think at all, right? Right? I just fucking like lift heavy shit up on the shelves. Even doing that, I'm like, oh god, it's such a hassle. Like getting in the way of my jokey jokes, you know? Like what what is it like fucking running a legal practice and trying to come up with bits? Do you ever come up with bits like when you have clients? 
It's a brother. Like, hang on a second. I'll get back to your like <laughs> rape case. But uh, I, uh, I just thought it was a really great premise about a fridge that yells at you. <laughs> like, hey, I like that bit. That's, right, no, so, it's actually a good premise. It's right, so you say uh, he mugged you at knife point. Yes, he mugged me at knife point. What did he say? He told me he was going to either kill me or take my money. And I was, I just got so scared I couldn't say anything. Like stage right, right? Yeah, I, well, yeah, maybe. Good, good. Let me. I'm just writing this down. <laughs> what, what, what would he say if? Uh, I mean, let's. Just, I'm just spitballing here. What if he? What if instead he was like, Ugh, "Give me your money or your life," and then you were like, "Oh, my wife, go ahead." And then he was like, "No, I said your life." <laughs> what about that? Uh, I think you should work more on it. <laughs> uh, I'm representing you again. <laughs> so yeah, is it like wait, is this, is this <laughs> wait, sorry, Jess, is the podcast recording now? <laughs> yeah, okay, un- cool. I got a few things. I gotta unfortunately, leave. that's recorded. <laughs> I, I gotta leave. You know what? It's actually not. It's a little bit difficult being a lawyer. One of the difficulties is when you meet someone, you have to instill complete confidence. To your abilities, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, based on your performance tonight, I would imagine that it's a struggle. Like, you know, nine out of ten people, think, the people think I'm awesome at my job. <laughs> <laughs> One out of ten see through that. No, that was a joke. Um, that was a joke. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't want these podcasts to ruin my business. <laughs> One podcast, I will, and say, then two months later, I'm a homeless. Yeah, um, let me just make this point, Nick. Um, if the recorded part of this podcast that ruins your business is you being like, oh, nine out of ten people think I'm trustworthy, one doesn't, and nothing about you jerking off in an online diary <laughs> of like of like representing like a fucking wife beater of of trying to impress Prince Charles by murdering crabs real real quick. If none of that has anything to do. With your li- all right. Anyway, I think I made my point. Uh, basically, uh, yeah. the best of podcast will just be nothing but you. <laughs> the best of brief interviews is just all of us reacting to you and your crazy person. Okay. Well, um, now but- I feel like I'm the angry one. Maybe you're being a naughty boy It's me, Santa Claus Oh, Santa? That's right, Nick Oh, I remember you Remember that time you said that one person didn't think you were trustworthy So you wanted to kill his wife? <laughs> oh, I remember Santa <laughs> I just wanted to stab her in the neck Watch the blood pour out onto the garage floor Is that why you... What, garage floor? <laughs> why, why is she in the garage? She just got out of her car. She just got home from the shopping. Sorry, Santa, I just want to apologize. I'm not sure why Nick, the person you're talking to right now, is doing a character voice. It's strange, honestly. It's it's very odd. It's very odd to me, Because I'm an out-of-towner that I was uh, doing the show tonight. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Uh, By the way, you you did great. Oh, thank you. You know what? Not one of my best sets, but I mean, it's a weird crowd. (laughs) <laughs> it was kind of a weird you know, crowd. I think it was one of those, you know, one of those crowds. One of the uh, media-loving crowds, you know what I'm saying? I like how when you said that, you tapped your nose. Like, My big nose? Yeah, no one no one can say your it. Your big red nose. Yeah, that's what I was joking about. <laughs> um, uh. So, all right, I don't have much... Of, all right, speaking of a weird crowd, uh, let's talk about the thing that resulted from crowds coming to comedy shows... The Dowsties, the Perth Comedy Awards from a couple of weeks ago. I we we haven't talked about it on the podcast. Uh, this is a terrible segue, obviously. That's fine. 
Well, thank you, Santa. No worries. I'm going to be here the whole podcast, just so you know. Santa, I was just wondering, would you mind, uh, would you mind just uh, go- grabbing Rory Machel, who was like uh, at the Dowsties? He's just sitting over there. Would you mind just grabbing him? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Watch, watch that. Let me just... Sorry, obviously, I just don't think Santa Claus yeah. has a great deal to add to yeah. a discussion at the yeah, Dallas Post Comedy Awards. Um, so, yeah, we'll just for get Rory back on, and then mm. like, we'll talk to the Rory Dallas about Dallas it. The you were there! <laughs> yeah, says he won't do it, but you told me everything <laughs> about it! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> hey, hey, look, his All problem right, is not Santa. mine! Fuck off, Santa! Whoa, Nick, calm down, you're getting a... You're getting a... Well, I mean, if such enough could get you, that wouldn't be worse than what I've heard you get already. <laughs> <laughs> like that time you told me that you keep a that you kept a uh, you kept a, a portable a portable woman basically inside a briefcase. Wait, what? He bought a he bought a vagina from a sex shop. Oh, that's like is that the, how you see women? Just as a set of genitals for no, your use? No, 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 no. no. So you he, just said so it was Santa. more than a portable vagina. It was and like the whole bottom p- abdomen. Well. Wait, what? Yeah, the whole that <laughs> whole part. There. I didn't know that part. Yeah, I thought that's he why just I, had the hole. No, he had the whole of it. <laughs> Nick, I want to. I want to ask you. Sorry, before Nick, we... I, oh wait, I, I want to ask you. Hey, go ahead, shoot. So go, uh, go ahead, shoot, gunner. Nick, so you didn't have just like the. You had a whole <laughs> low, bottom half of a woman, basically. <laughs> so fuck. I had an ass stuck to a vagina, right? So I had like. Were they, did you buy them separately and assemble no, them yourself? No, you just come stuck together. So it was one. It was about one. <laughs> Nick, what if it and you found them separately? It was like one tenth of a woman, right? You got a woman in half. Tenth from like from like five centimeters down from the vagina to five centimeters below the belly button. That part. <laughs> that's the part I had, and I could fuck the vagina or I could fuck the ass. I can pick which one I want, and that's yeah, it's, and that's it's a real. I had a yeah, relationship. Get the candy store. <laughs> With that toy for about three, four months. Nick, uh, so Santa, obviously that was a toy that he had. Uh, wh- what did he do in the year that, that prompted you to give him that gift? Oh, that's a... That's, Santa doesn't do that. That's a, that's, a, that's a gift from Nick himself to himself. <laughs> I, Santa, I heard, uh, Nick, I heard you had a... Santa, have a great Christmas. <laughs> well, Fuck I these mean, for me. That's what you wrote, Santa. Yeah, you even card. wrote a note to him. <laughs> well, Nick, you see, the thing is... I thought you could use some company, so I bought you a whole woman. And I heard you split her up into ten parts, like Exodia, the, the forbidden one. <laughs> and I, I, I heard a rumor that you keep the head in a separate, in a separate briefcase when you're tired from fucking the rest right. and talk to it. Well, sometimes I just pull the head out and just have just the head right. I could just fuck it, the face. That's all. <laughs> Why isn't there a face? It's a good face fucking. Is there a, like a headless, uh, like a, a sex toy with just a bodyless head? head? Just a head with like... And just with the mouth open, you just because you can certainly get stuff that's supposed to like resemble a mouth, like in a throat. But yeah, I don't, get, actually, I don't head, know if you, you can get, get a, a flashlight that's like a mouth. No, no, I'm talking about the eyes. I, I would yeah, say he wants I would, a disembodied head to fuck. Yeah, yeah. I would say I it's like, very likely that you would be able to get that. That must be around, uh, right? Yeah. But, it must but be, also, it's a special th- order. This is the thing. I like the idea that after you fuck the head and then you clean the head, then you just like sort of like wipe it off and then like mount it on your wall. <laughs> yeah. And then when people walk in, you'd be like, "Oh, would you care for a refreshment?" And then like can choose from the different disembodied heads. Um, hey, Nick. I just. I really <laughs> like this idea, guys. Nick, I've, you're not on the naughty list anymore. You're a. Uh, you just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm allowed near your house. 
You could always just go to the carnival and find those clowns that you're supposed to put the balls in their mouth. Oh, you're supposed to spray in there. Oh, or yeah. you can get the ones where you're supposed to like spray the hose in there and just like try to fill it up with cum. Okay. Yeah, this is what I do. I go on eBay, I order like a used clown head, right? A secondhand clown head. A used? Someone's throwing something away. Sorry, used, used in what respect? How was it used? Oh, it was actually used in a carnival for like 20 years, right? Okay. So it's been battered and beaten, right? It's had shit thrown at it. It's chipped. Everything is... And they're going to throw it out. Sorry, Nick, of- one second. You're putting your dick in this, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not buy a new one? I'm sure they sell them. Well, and then I'll like stuff like like um, a fleshlight in his mouth, and then I'll fuck the clown's um, mouth. Wow, it's going to be an easier way. Like, maybe just fucking a fleshlight and just... Or fucking a clown. Yeah, it's just more exciting, Santa. Yeah, that reminds me of a story I heard about a... About a clown who uh, did a, like partook in a lot of sexual activities, and he went to his doctor and he said, "Doctor, I'm, I'm constantly being fucked in the mouth by Nick Marrow in the eyes." <laughs> and the doctor said, "Well, if you're feeling depressed, why don't you go to Nick Marrow's place? He's got this uh, this clown head you, uh, that that you can fuck." And he's like, "But doctor, I am the uh, I am the fucked clown." <laughs> and that's the story. <laughs> that's pretty good, Santa. Thank you. Hey, yeah, all right. Uh, sorry, the dousties. <laughs> uh, Nick, were you nominated for anything? Yeah, but I don't want to admit it. It's nothing. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, fine. We're all amongst friends. All right, fine. This is a little bit of truth. Uh, no, this is... I was nominated for the, um, the, um, Milk Carton Award. What, what is the Milk, milk Carton Award? It's the, um, the... Must be a the, good one. The, the Missing Punchlines. Ooh. Oh, that's actually, I've, I thought, a very cleverly titled award. Yes. Uh, so... It was you, me. Yes. Gerard Baroni. <laughs> All right, we don't need to get too specific about it, but like it was you and a couple other comics. The nobody in New Jersey gives a shit who Gerard okay. Baroni is. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, uh, so you were nominated for anything else? Or? That was it. That was it. How did, you, how did you feel about your nomination? It stung. It stung, <laughs> and it cut deep. And it was like I've been thinking about it for a few days, but then I, I'm over it. I'm over it now. But then I did my set tonight. I was like, you know what? That nomination were- was right. <laughs> 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 right. Oh, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki, we all have off nights, and you just noticeably have them so much that you get nominated for an award. Just had a few in a row, guys. It's getting hard. I want to have a good kick again. I just yeah. haven't had a good kick for so long. Well, Nick, maybe you're a good boy. <laughs> I'll give you one. I'll give you a spot. <laughs> oh, do you run a room, Santa? <laughs> uh, no, but I know some people. Why am I going to the old prospector? That's me, Santa Claus. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. That's the impression I do. Nick, I'll give you a spot. Oh, really, Santa? Why are you doing that voice? I'm, I'm the character Just like you gave me the fake vagina, Santa. Yeah, it was a real one when I, when I first gave it to you. Jesus, I... But with the magic of Christmas, we turned into a fake one. I so was six no years old, Santa. It's inappropriate. I just want to like, say... So kind of like a reverse Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> it started off as yeah. a real a real woman's bits. And, and every time Nick thought of sexy one. things, his dick would grow. Oh. And then he would fuck it. Did your wife and he'd email me about it? Or like... No, before her time. Oh, okay. <laughs> where, where, so just, where, where, like, he's inside of her and she's just like, tell me, tell me, tell me a lie. Like, it's- No, I just mean he's got all these, like, fake parts of women and he's married. <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of unnecessary at that point. But, yeah, it's fine. You know, I did notice. Mine is sort point, of short. Is she not maybe a Frankenstein? She seems about nine-tenths the size of a regular woman. Yeah, it's crazy. Nick, is your wife a Frankenstein's monster? Frankenstein was oh, the yeah. scientist. 
No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Austin Hanson. <laughs> uh, so, Grimble, were you nominated for any awards this year? Uh, nothing really noteworthy. I got uh, the award, uh, Lukey's Play got a thing, and it went to everyone except for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I was, yes, the, sorry, I was the only right. one there, so it was just like, all right. But, uh, yeah, I've got my comics choice from last year that keeps me warm, so I didn't really need anything. Did you actually oh. get comics choice last year? I thought you just narrowly missed out and Sam got comics choice. But did you actually get comics I choice? I got comics choice. I think Sam got best joke. Ah, oh, right, right, but, right. yeah, I got that. I've got it on my shelf in my room Ooh. next to my Golden Grimble. Uh, That's what I want to talk about, the Golden Grimble. <laughs> uh, so can you, for our listeners, like explain the Golden Grimble Award? Uh, so Golden Grimble goes to, I think, the most humblest comedian. Obviously, you are Grimble. Well... Yeah, and I'm, I'm known as Grimble, I guess, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very ugly. I was talking with Nicole about this, by the thing. way, and we decided, I think you and I might have also had this conversation, that a Grimble sounds like a really gross sex act. Yeah, involving the butt, right? It's definitely involving the butt. Yeah. I feel like it's involved in, it's inv- involving eating the butt. But I'm not. That's not the whole thing, right? Like a Grimble would have a bit of like in shit it's involved. Have yeah, yeah, it does sound it's like a schmear of shit. A Grimble, it's like schmear? something involving schmear. When I hear Grimble, I think of Grimace, the, 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 the McDonald's <laughs> mascot. So maybe it's eating the bu- eating at the butt, and you get a little nugget of poop. How about that, huh? A little chicken nugget yeah. with a bit of like, and with a little bit, just oh, a little Nick, bit of it, carrot on there. Just for Nick, <laughs> it's not chicken. That's a sentence catchphrase. It's not chicken? Yeah, I don't, I don't give chickens out for, for Christmas, do I? No, right, I don't. Well, that's been a great contribution from Santa. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Eating a piece of shit when you eat someone else? Yeah, like let's nugget? get back to the shit eating, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. It's called a grimble. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, the golden grimble. Yeah, the golden grimble. Got yeah, it goes to the most humble comedian. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was nice to have something named after me. That was pretty cool. And the fact that they did it again this year was cool. Yeah, um, I actually really like the photo from you last year, like winning the award. Is like you're sort of holding it up in this like I'm triumphant over all you peons way, yeah. which had a really good irony to it. I thought. Yeah, I'm glad the irony wasn't lost. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tuffley, David Tuffley got it this year. Mm-hmm. Which, very funny, very funny yeah, comic, and actually like well I, deserved. Yeah, yeah, I thought really well deserved. Yeah, he's a fucking champ. Hey. Here's the thing, yeah, I knew the Grimble, the Golden Grimble was coming this year, and I was like, fuck, who should win it? And I couldn't think of anyone, and I didn't even think of David Tuffley, which is why he should win. Isn't that perfect? Like, he yeah. never fucking stands up for himself, but he's so funny. Yeah. Um, that was good. But yeah, any other nominations? Or? Nah. And Rory, anything for you? Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, uh-huh. uh, Santa. Cool. Santa, could you grab Rory? Oh, no, 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 no. he told me. He, oh, he told you what was happening. Apparently he won the uh, the most up-and-coming uh, comedian award. He won? Yeah, yeah. The, the most up-and-coming comedian award. That's what does what that he, mean exactly? Santa, I don't remember that award. Uh, yeah, I the was, most up-and-coming? Some of the night. I remember seeing him on stage accepting it. Uh, I don't remember any of the other nominees being there. I guess and, he won. And what exactly does most up-and-coming mean? Uh, it means he comes quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he, he just fucking just... <laughs> I'm sad. I, I can talk about cum. I'm, you know, I'm on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I do it too. I'm not. I'm not like your dad. I'm like a cool uncle. It's me, Santa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, he won the award for being the most, uh, a, a most improved up and coming comedian. Apparently, what? 
Yeah, I, yeah there's extra words I, on this. I feel like, yeah, and I feel like Rory might have misinformed you, Santa. I feel oh, like Rory. maybe Rory should go on the naughty list this yeah, year. Yeah, I no, agree. He's not getting. He certainly any. wasn't on the list of best up and coming comedians. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was most improved. He won the most improved award. Also, he would never go on the naughty list. He does charity. What charity does he do? Uh, he comes to this room and nope, set it up every time. <laughs> for no money, he said. Interesting, for no money. Yeah, he told me no money wow, and he does it all by himself and he's a big strong boy, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Massive cock. <laughs> 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 Just like a like a bull he is. So anyway, speaking of speaking of massive cocks, yeah. uh, I want to talk about uh, another award. Yeah. Uh, it's not an award I was nominated for or won, but it was the uh, the biggest bully in Perth Comedy Award. Uh, so there was, obviously there was some nominations. I don't want to say the people who are nominated because it's kind of mean or whatever. Because it'll beat you up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm afraid for my life. Um, but the person who won, uh, they got they won, and like the victory thing was uh, they win best bully. Um, for like no one who got nominated was nominated for a specific incident. The person who won got winning big, biggest bully for making a uh, jazz cry during Fringe last year, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny, and I was actually really glad. I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, everyone should know that you made me cry, you big bully." Like I was, I actually felt like good about it. Where I was like, "Oh, oh great, um, yeah, I'm going for that award next year." <laughs> <laughs> but- so. But yeah, I want to tell the story of, of like why why that happened. Oh, that's so... I want to hear that. Have you not heard this before? No, I can't really remember it, so it'd be good to hear it. But you know what? Just to give you an impression. Oh, uh, uh, We don't need to say who it was. All right. Um, Let's... I am. Um, I still say, um. <laughs> yeah. He, um... He was very... He was gloating that he won that award. He was gloating a bit. I think he was like, you know what? I'm glad I did it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I will say that he and I, we actually had a, like a lot of um, conflicts and sort of like static um, in the sort of six months leading up to this. Um, and post that, we've been fine. So all he needed was to know he could make me cry. And then we became friends. <laughs> right. See, Nick, you you just don't know him like like Jez knows him. He's good. He's different. I wouldn't be. It's, it's good that he made him cry. It's my fault. It's my you fault. You know what? Uh, I'm I, I, sh- I made him do it. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish I could make you cry, Jess. <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> that's that's a, you have to cut. You have to be cut pretty deep. No, it's, to it's start it's crying, you little. It's actually quite easy. You just need to. Um, no, I'm a big puss puss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you? Please. No, no. Hey, uh, How many times have you cried before? What's up? Nah. Oh, I cry, probably, I cry probably like three times a week, but like I... Let's cry. No, it's fine. It's healthy. No, no. You know, last time I cried was like three or four years ago. Yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough crying, dude. Like, <laughs> like not- crying is part of being a human being. It's totally fine. <laughs> I will say... Like, I mostly don't like cry about like oh like th- things aren't going well like I'll mostly like cry. I'll be like watching some show there'll be like some kind of oh, emotional yeah. moment yep, or whatever that. and I'll cry at that like I'm not saying like uh, three times a week I'm like why isn't my life working out like not like that kind of crying but this particular time that this person won the award for yeah that was why I was crying that time like I was I was that was like a big a big but anyway I want to tell the story about that so um. Uh, so what happened was like we'd been having conflict for like six months and it had been escalating where like they were posting real snarky things on like my Facebook like anytime I would comment things an and example then, 
Uh, just I mean, let's context. Oh, I mean, let's just say that. What's the most hurtful thing they posted on your wall? Oh, I don't remember any of that specifically. Okay. But but let, let's say it was like noticeable that this person had a real like issue with me. But I was like, all right, I was I don't need to engage with it or whatever. But it like had been increasing, increasing in sort of intensity. And then during Fringe, um, they posted something snarky. Then I posted something snarky back, and then like we sort of had like a Facebook fight. Uh, and then I like had to leave the house, and go to a gig. I drove, I drove again. The whole drive, I was like, "Why am I doing this? This is ludicrous," you know. Like, so it's childish, but it's also like, why, why would this be good for me either? Um, so then I got, I parked up where I got, and I messaged them, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, are you cool if I maybe just delete that conversation? Like, I don't normally delete things, but I feel like we both look bad, and this is also like kind of ridiculous. Also, maybe we should just have a conversation at some point. It seems like we we should clear the air." They messaged me back like, uh, I think the air's pretty clear. Like, uh, you know what I think about you. And I was like, all right, well, I tried. And, but then, uh, like a week later, uh, Glenn and I had just finished with uh, our run of the Nasty Show at Perth Fringe. Uh, you can grab tickets for this year. Oh, you mean, really- you mean the sold out Nasty Show? The one that sold out and every I, night? That's right, Santa. Uh, obviously, Rory told you the right things about that. Oh, like, no, no, year- he didn't. I know that by myself. Oh, I'm a great. big fan. Oh, well, that's, obviously, it was a wonderful show. I mean, yeah, we completely sold out the whole run. They gave us a venue three times as large this year. I'm actually really excited about it. It's going to be a professional See, show. See, Jez, I, uh, Jez I, I can go to Jez, right? Yeah, sure, Santa. Oh, well, good enough, friends. Well, I heard it's uh, the only place in, uh, in Perth where you can get the nastiest comedy that they don't let you hear. They don't let you hear, Santa. Where'd Most you hear comedians that? don't want to tell dirty jokes, you know. Like, oh, well, they don't... Santa, were you, you were there tonight, weren't you? Huh? You were here tonight? Yeah, yeah. Where, where most comedians didn't want to tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Just dirty. Um, Why are you, are you? Are you making fun of me? Are you making pressure no, no, no. on me? Sorry, Santa. Yeah, it's fucking you better be sorry. <laughs> Santa, don't. Hey, Santa, don't bully Nick. Oh, fucking... Hey. Just because you're Santa doesn't mean I can't stand up for myself. Oh, yeah? I'll, I'll fucking... I'll, t- I'll, I'll kick your dick in the dirt, boy. I'll knock you out, Santa. Oh, Jesus, Santa! I'll knock you back to the North Pole, motherfucker. I'll fucking turn I'll you rip into that one beard. tenth of a man. Put you I'll in a sh- fucking suitcase, boy. You I'll struggle me? you with that beard and fucking rip out your pubic hair, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and shove Santa, it in your baby. mouth. <laughs> Santa, are you gonna let him talk to you like that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck your wife, dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. Santa's a pretty rude thing to do, Santa. They call me the Jez Watson for the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick. So, keep, you, right. keep your wife close. Uh, oh. <laughs> all right. How do I know that in joke? Okay, Sorry. Santa. Uh, apologize, Santa. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, we both said some things we, uh, we are proud of. Uh, Let's just clear the air, Santa. Yeah, I think the air's pretty clear. I think the air's pretty clear, Santa. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so speaking of clearing the air, uh, we'll go back to... Sorry. (laughs) Santa, sorry, Nick. uh, She's got heated. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Usually I'm cooler. It's just uh, in Australia. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so I say we should clear the air. He's like, oh, I think the air's pretty clear. Um, Fast forward about a week. Where Glenn and I finished the Nasty show We're like Oh my god Like this show Like that we Admittedly we stole the idea From Montreal But like we've never done it before And we, and we thought it was Going to be a disaster We thought As your no, lawyer We no, cannot make that admission In order to get that no, trade fine, we, no, registered, no, we, we, we registered we, it in Australia we So go, they can't do shit about it We didn't go into it Saying let's rip this thing off We was like Hey I said just Stupidly, like we should have a night that's just like for fuck shit, eh? Like that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, so Glenn not was, thinking anything was going to come yeah, out. Yeah, Glenn of was like totally mad, idea. like that, because all he wants to write is like filthy material, and it's like for normal clubs or whatever, the stuff he wants to do is like way more offensive. And so, yeah, he was just sad that he couldn't do that stuff. 
And he mentioned that to me. And then the next night, I came to him and I was like, hey, man, we're registered with a show in the Fringe. Uh, it's a nasty show. You're going to host it. Uh, it's all best. about offensive comedy. And he was, like, upset with me. Where he was like, what? well, I don't want to do a show. I was just saying. Like, just pie in, the, pie in the sky. I want to fuck pies in the sky. Like, and, yeah. and I was like... And then I just made it happen, and then he sort of had to rise to it. But it was an amazing thing. It was the only thing we've done at Jess that's ever made funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it was great. Like the audiences loved it. Like it was, it was fantastic. So we were like anyway. really riding high, like at the end of Fringe. And so we had our big cigars, and like we were like, yeah, we made it. Like we've done, we've done this thing. Like I finished my first solo. We, we were both in a play together. The play went really well, and like we finished the nasty show, and we were both like. We've really done it. Like we're we're being comedians now, and like smoking cigars and dancing, and just being drunk and happy and celebrating. And so we're at the artist bar, and it's like one in the morning, and this person comes up to me, and they're drunk. And I this person never gets drunk, right? And they but they are just drunk, and they stagger up to me, and they're like, "Hey, hey, we should fucking have our conversation. We should clear the air." And I was like, "Oh, maybe tonight's not the best night, or whatever. Like, I'm having a good time, or whatever." They're like, "No, no, no, we should have it now." I was like, "All right." And I was like, "Glenn, uh, sorry, I'll just be a few minutes." And I, I think this is going to be like a five minute conversation. So I t- we turn to the person, we start talking out all our problems with each other. Like, I think they're a bad person for various reasons. They think I'm a bad person for various reasons. We start just sort of having this, having everything out. And they're drunk, and I'm drunk as well. So it's like, it's quite sort of charged and emotional. And it goes on and on, and it sort of gets more heated. I'm screaming at them. They're screaming at me. Um, and, like, it gets, it's, it's going real extreme. And then, like, the bar closes. Like, it's like 2 a.m. now. The bar's closed. And we're like, oh, well, we're not done. Like, we've been standing here for an hour in the bar, like, shouting at each other and, and talking, talking and shouting alternately. And we're like, oh, we're not done. So I guess, all right, well, let's walk over here. So we walk off to, like, a street corner. And we stand on the street corner, and now it's 2 a.m. And now we're still like, okay, cool. So you brought up this point, I brought up this point. Um, we're, throwing, we're both like kind of pretentious, sort of arrogant people, and we're both throwing around a lot of $5 words, and we're both trying to like sort of make the other person feel small in different ways. Jazz, please, come on. Don't, 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 don't name any names. <laughs> you got uh, it away. <laughs> um, so uh, we're trying to make the other person feel small in different ways. At one point, the person says to me, like, uh, you know, you're probably the most hated person in Perth comedy. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I think that's probably you. And they were like, all right, well, I know I'm hated, but you're also hated. And, like, we're, we're, clearly we both got terrible low self-esteem and there's a lot of reason for us being sensitive, like, annoying pieces of shit. Um, both of us is what I'm saying, so I think that's not offensive. But um, so we're still, we're still going, like, there's loads of things that they're unhappy about that I do, uh, how I approach, like, Infinite Jazz, how I approach my own career, how I approach comedy... There's loads of things about them that I don't like, where I'm like, I don't like this, I don't like that. I feel like, I, you know, I shouldn't bring this stuff up to you because that's inappropriate or whatever. You do what you're going to do and I'll do what I'm going to do. Uh, but I hate you for these things and that things. And we're like yelling and shouting, going back and forth. Now it's gone to fucking five in the morning. Like we've been there for three hours Fuck. standing on a street corner. That's a, that's a lot of hate. Loads of things being like, loads of offensive things to I- each other and like hurtful things to each other. So yeah. How was your demeanor? Were you about to... Were you, were you, was it ever at the point there. where you were concerned it <laughs> would get demeanor, violent? Oh, <laughs> definitely there were points that I was like... There were, here's a legitimate thing that I thought. I was like... Because this person is not a fighter by any stretch. Like, they're, they're very much an intellectual, like, intellectually capable person. They're not a physically capable person. I've been in the army. I rolled jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I did boxing. 
and I can fuck a person up if I really <laughs> need to. I don't, like, like, you don't fight, like, as a human being. Like, why would you do that? But, but I really was very upset at him. And I really thought in my head, I was like, oh, man, like, I could make you dead. Like, I, I could for sure apply a choke and hold it. And I want to because I'm so angry at you. And you would die. And I wouldn't feel bad about it, you know? Yeah, that would show him. You'd win the argument. That's the thing. If you I, can't he, come up with something intellectual... That's exactly it. Just murder them. That's, no, but this is exactly it. This is why I didn't do it. Honestly, the only reason, because I was very upset, I was like, they would, while they were dying, would consider it a victory. They would be, they would be like, oh, yeah, can't say anything. I'm, I'm going to be a martyr. Yeah, can't. I'm going to be on the news. You can't come back at my argument? Oh, Piece of shit. You lose as they die. And I would then go to prison and all of that stuff as well. But I was like, no, nah, prison would be worth it. And then we thinking, in this you're going to suffer for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're going to be rejected from society. I'm the winner. <laughs> it was worth it. And that is the only, only because I would lose is the reason I was like, oh, I, I don't want to do it. But so anyway, the whole thing ends. It's like 5 a.m. At this point, like we've all said, we both said really hurtful things, but... Actually, it was good to clear the air, right? It's like 5 a.m. We're both very tired. It's sort of exhausted. We both were drunk. Now we're stone cold sober. We're just standing in the middle of a fucking street corner in, in Perth. And uh, the sun starts to come up. And I'm, and I'm like, all right, well, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. But, and like we both understand where the other person's coming from a lot. And I feel like we actually like have relieved the tension a lot here and they were like yeah you know they agreed you know like it's good that we did this i was just you and him no one else uh so so anyway so uh, i say to the i say to him at that point i'm like listen i gotta go home i'm glad we did this obviously this has been very emotionally charged but thank you so much for having the conversation and i hope like we're gonna be okay going forward they're like yes me too and and uh they leave and i turn to glenn who's been standing there for the whole time <laughs> quietly waiting oh. and i say glenn let's go he stood there for three hours while two fucking frumped up douchebags fucking argued with each other about who was the worst person and shouted at each other and were just so upset and he just fucking stood there smoking just being a real fucking good dude because he's, he's fucking golden grimble right here um, and so Glenn's, he's waiting the whole time and like, I go, all right, Glenn, let's go. And he walks me to my car and I sort of talk a bit about it on the way to my car. And I'm like, Hey Glenn, why did you stand here for all this time and just wait? And he told me, he was like, Oh man, like I just thought, you know, that was real intense, you know, like I didn't know it was going to turn physical at any point. Like I should probably be there just to like, you know, make sure it didn't. And I was like, Oh, that's really nice, man. Oh, Glenn would have been the guy that would have been like he's pulling like, you off. Yeah, as you, as you would have been choked, yeah, like guys, oh, guys, Glenn would jump on top of you and pull you off him. Yeah, so I didn't murder a per- another yeah, person and, then, and go to as prison. As he's getting his breath, <laughs> we'll be like, I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as Glenn is like holding me down, <laughs> would stand up and be like, "You see, you see." <laughs> Sorry, uh, the person. Yeah, we should beep that name out. Yeah, we will beep it. We'll beep it. Um, so, so like, Glenn tells me that And I'm like oh yeah thanks man and So I walked to my car and then like, we have a cigarette And stuff and I'm like alright I'm going to go home And he's like alright man like, feel better <laughs> And like he, he walks off um, So I go home uh, And I, as I get home my girlfriend's waking up Because it's now 6am 
And I like, she's waking up, I come in, and she's like, oh, how was French today? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, baby, like, it was good. And then I, t- I tell her all this stuff that went on, and like, all the stuff, like, Adam, uh, the person was saying, fuck, <laughs> all this stuff the person was saying about me. Um, and uh, as I start to tell her it all, because I'm, so, I'm so, like, worn out emotionally, like, as I'm starting to t- tell her all the details and stuff, I start, that's the point I start to cry. I start to, like, mm. start to cry and stop. Because a lot of it is, like, things that I, I was doing that I'm like, oh, those are good things for the scene. Like, obviously, like, I'm, I fucking started a room so I get stage time and stuff as well. But there's loads of things I do where I'm like, oh, that's really good for other people as well. And, like, actually, I do have a lot of that motivation and I want to do good things. And everyone sees themselves as doing good, right? Like, Hitler thought he was a fucking sweet guy. Yeah, but that's so true. Everyone sees themselves Everyone as sees good. their own actions as the right actions. A serial killer would think this is good. For sure. Like, everyone. Everyone thinks that what they're doing is the right thing. But, I, you know, obviously, I think that too. I was like, And so, a lot of it was, like, the frustration at that of, like, man, I'm working so hard at comedy and also working at, like, building a room and helping to build the scene and stuff that what I get back is scorn and stuff like that. And someone to judge me and call me a piece of shit. Um, so then I was real upset and I started crying and then Nicole wakes up and she starts messaging Glenn just being like, I'm going to fucking stab this cunt. Like, <laughs> oh, Ooh. how fucking dare this person, you know? Like, yeah. I saw the message like come up on the iPad. I was like, I'm not going to open that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave this for a bit. <laughs> What's his address? I'm going to slit his throat yeah, in his sleep. Just let that fucking cool a little bit. And so... Anyway, I, I I go to sleep. Next day, I still I got another gig. There's one more day left for Fringe. I rock up at the gig, and people are like, oh hey, man, how you been? How's your night or whatever? They like send me earlier on, and they were like, oh you having a fucking sweet night? I was like, oh fucking wasn't in the end. Oh god! And I tell everybody like, oh man, I went home. Like I told them that the whole thing had happened, and I went home and I cried and all this stuff, and that and like. Uh, they were like, wait, you cried? And I was like, yeah, fucking cried, you know? Because I don't give a shit, first of all. And then second of all, like, it was a good way to end the story for people about how I cried. Um, and so uh, I told it to Glenn. And then Glenn tells me, oh, yeah, man, uh, that, is, that is the reason I stood there for three hours. I didn't think you were going to attack him. I thought you were going to start crying. Oh, Glenn's your safety blanket. What a fucking... <laughs> but here's the thing. What a safety sweet motherfucker <laughs> that not only did he do that for me, he lied to me about why he did it because he knew I couldn't take that. You thought you did it because you're tough. No, I thought <laughs> I was a big boy. <laughs> I thought I was a big scary boy. controller beat up a poor man. You stood there because you thought you were going to cry like a little baby. And then I did. <laughs> then I went home and I did do it. And you know what is doing right now? That person, yeah. <laughs> you know what that person's doing right now? Right now they're listening, jerking off listening this to this podcast going, I won! I won! I got him to admit his crying on national podcast! <laughs> sorry, sorry. National only national! I thought this went to the whole, into the whole world! So, no, we only put this out nationally. Um. Oh, that explains the, uh, the numbers, how they're skyrocketing. You know, radio is a big part of Australia. So, Jess, I got a question for you about the whole argument thing. What's your question? Did you win? Ugh. You know what? You know what? I feel like, honestly, the honest answer to that question is I really feel like we both won. Because mm. we both, after that, don't have to be pieces of shit to each other. Right. It's too last. But oh, really... List. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it but was really, bit, like, I did lose. <laughs> it was, it was kind of toxic before, and now you guys are kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, I think it was... 
for the best. That's the thing. I really it just do. took so fucking long to, to do it. <laughs> Fuck, I was tired. What, what was going through your head like while you stood there for three hours? Ah, uh, just it was it was it was so savage at one point that I just wanted to like hug you both. Like, I was just like, oh man, you guys just oh it's so oh it's really uh really savage mudslinging going on. And uh, do you remember anything in specific that we were saying? Apparently you called him a cock <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a definite naughty list I'm sorry I'm sorry that I don't make the rules but I, but I do but. And also the thing is just like Fucking while you're arguing And you're trying to like Really articulate these points Using these big descriptive words And stuff So it's like a It's like a fucking Science debate About how much everybody hates You both And it's just like <laughs> Sitting there like, God, you guys, I f- you guys are such fucking wankers, eh? Like, yeah, like, like somebody throw a punch. That's a prime example. Fucking exa- nerds. That is a prime example of like why we're probably frustrated so much. It's like that was our approach to trying yeah, to. It's like he uses this word to, to put you down, and you're like, oh, define what you mean by this word, and then he has to say the definition of that. It's like, well, I don't agree with that point, so I'm going to counter it with. This. It's like, <laughs> just, just have a fight. <laughs> the thing. Any, any two other like. Any, any t- like other pair of people, any other way you paired it in Perth comedy, if that was the argument, like probably there just would have been fist. It just so happened that we are both such pussies. <laughs> we were just like, no, 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 no. We need to intellectually break this down and destroy them emotionally. That's worse. And I was, right, the, right, and so I was the one destroyed. <laughs> right, so, so the article, so like the so argument was like, uh, I was getting German. Uh, so, so the article, the argument was like King of the Hill and, and you guys are trying to just spend as much time as possible relaying your point. Right? Like, that's, that's kind of how it Santa, felt. I'm really not following what you're... King of the Hill, the game mode, a lot of games. Santa, Maybe been drinking too much eggnog, Santa. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm trying to cut down, you know. Santa's, uh, Santa, look, I, I work only one day of the year. Santa's got a lot of free time. But do you reckon it gets to the point, like, after maybe the 15th house, where Santa climbs out of the chimney, he just, like, just vomits on the carpet <laughs> and shits... Like just shits like on the hallway. Nick, I'm gonna ask you. This happens at the fifteenth house. Yeah, Nick, I'm sorry. He has to go to all the houses in the world. (laughs) How many houses do you (laughs) think there are? Pace yourself, Sam. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've got I've got IBS. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up in the morning. It's just like that's the thing. Yeah, if you you had Santa's diet, you'd probably have IBS too. (laughs) Oh fuck, kids. Drug Santa's been here. Oh, oh shit. no! Santa, Santa left me a grimble in my stocking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it fucking stinks. Oh, oh that's pretty gross. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but Nick, to answer your question, no. <laughs> uh, Santa, Santa, straight edge. I just drink regular egg. <laughs> oh, no. Does anyone just spike your, Look, if there was Santa, right? If I was a kid and I wanted to catch Santa, I would um, put Rehypnol in the milk. Rehypnol in the milk. All right. right. I so want to first take a moment to say that I don't know that kids are trying to catch Santa. <laughs> That's how you would. I don't think they're trying to entrap him. Uh, second of all, I love the idea because obviously, like, you leave out the stuff, right? And it's for Santa. But it turns out it's like your parents, like they eat the cookies and stuff. I love the idea that you fucking like slip a Mickey into your parents' milk, and then you come out, and it's like you just your your mother unconscious. What what happens there? What happens from the rest of that story, Nick Mara? But that wasn't how the story was going to go. To my All right, mother. sorry. Yeah, okay. Who is it? It is Santa. Santa. Like because Santa comes down the chimney, he goes and drinks the eggnog, and he starts to get dizzy a bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, where am I? Tomorrow. And then I walk out and he sees her at like the, the flickering vision of me standing above him as he falls to the ground and I'm like I got you Santa I got oh, you no. and then he, I'm gonna like, take all the presents Santa Santa's <laughs> eyes like fade to black it's like a perspective shot from the floor and then it just fades to black and then it's just you standing over him cackling how does he wake up I'm assuming he's tied well and then he- he wakes up and he's tied to to my bed. Alex, where's, where's the presents? Santa? Where's the presents? And then he's like, I haven't got the presents on me. Yeah, I'm like bullshit. You do. And then like I electrocute his balls. Jesus. <laughs> and then he's just like shitting on the floor, right? <laughs> Give me the presents, Santa. I don't have any presents. And then um, I waterboard him. Hey, just gotta say, feeling pretty uncomfortable right now. Just, uh, <laughs> just, uh, you know, uh, Nick, just, uh, one, well, I was gonna bring it up earlier, but you know, Hypno doesn't take effect straight away. It takes oh. up to like 17 to a half an hour to kick in. Uh, well, I'll distract Santa with, um, I'll just, I'll like lock the door or something. I have to do something. He doesn't get out there with the front door. <laughs> also, Nick, if you could just, if you could distract Santa, that's good enough. You don't need to, you need to drug him and. And, and fucking Guantanamo him. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that adds a lot to the scenario, personally, Santa. Fucking Guantanamo, ho, 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 am I right? Yeah. Oh. But anyway, Nick, you're a, you're a, you're a fucked person. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Santa, maybe you know, maybe you would never hit an old Santa because, uh, because he doesn't ever want to be near you. I'm glad we're sitting a table apart. <laughs> well, Santa, <laughs> you sent me that fake vagina. Oh, Jesus. You know people make... <laughs> sorry. So, I'm so, sorry. You don't seem to know a lot about Santa. You know, first of all, goes up the chimney, doesn't go up the door. But also here, you send lists to him of stuff you want. <laughs> if anything, sorry, you're this, the one to blame. This thing's gone too far, Rory. I'm going to... The fake vagina. So, yeah, Rory over there, uh, uh, he's looking very nonplussed about the way Santa's been treated. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, there's a bit of tension here now between you and Santa. Mm. Um, Nick, have you ever had like problems with people in comedy? Oh yes. Beep beep. Threatened to throw me out the window. Beep, oh beep. wow, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this person. Uh, yeah, there was a person who threatened to throw you out of the window. Yeah. Uh, what what preceded that? Like, why why did that happen? Look, we're in a room. I've never heard that person uh, make physical threats against other people. I'm sorry. Ah, he's the nicest guy in the world. Well, I wouldn't say that, but like, so no, I haven't heard them make physical threats. So, what, like, why, why did you almost get thrown out of a window? We're very inebriated, okay, mm-hmm. to the point where it's just one in the morning, and we're all fucked, and we're all in uh, Sarah Furtner's house, old house, not Sarah Furtner, Sarah Young. We really don't need to say all the names. You can just okay, say like fuck. a comic, a comic's house. A- good again, friend of mine. nobody in New Jersey cares. <laughs> friend of mine. <laughs> Why do you keep saying New Jersey? Because we've got like five listeners in New Jersey for some reason. Oh, hello. Oh, Shout out to New Jersey. Yeah. My friend lives in New Jersey. Well, Rory's friend lives. Well, we both know him. Why I know a lot of people around the world. It's kind of a, kind of a thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Cameron McLaren trying to throw you out a window because you weren't well, near no, and, and you asked him to. Because uh, then I was really drunk and I was just making, just acting out being fat. And I did it one. I made one fat joke, two fat jokes. And I was just, I never make fat jokes ever. Right? And I was being such a dick. And I was just so fucked, and it was just, I was going too far, and I'm not normally rude, and, I'm, and I never really, well, never, I try to, you know, and I, it was out of Santa, out of what do you think uh, after someone, Nick here, just threatened to roofie and rape you? 
I think uh, I think that maybe you did a uh, maybe maybe you did Conway too much of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so you said a bunch went, of, you did a bunch of fat. Yeah, it and went you just like, drunk and crazy. Yeah, well, yeah, really drunk. Like it went to the point where it was like it wasn't just five. It was about fifteen. <laughs> fifteen to seventeen. So God bless this person, this comic. He had so much patience. Like most people would have lofted at eight or nine. <laughs> this guy went to like seventeen, eighteen, maybe twenty one. And on the twenty first one, he was like, That's it. One you say one more thing, I'm throwing you out the window. And then and just, did you say another one? No. I just went dead quiet. And I was so scared. I was like, Okay, and I just stopped talking and I was scared to even sleep, like I was sleeping over, all on this, on this, on the bed, or not on the bed, on the on the same on the lounge together. And I was. Just well, you scared. were sharing a lounge with them. Yeah, we're all just crashed at this other comic's house. Wow! And so, so I was you just scared. went quiet for the rest of the night. Yeah, and when we were sleeping, I was actually half scared that I might he might just wake up in the middle of the night, run to me, pick me up, <laughs> and just throw me out the window. <laughs> That vision, and then I fall down because she was on the second. And obviously, story. he could do that because he's he was, re- he's really big, right? Absolutely. How yeah, big, big, how big would you say he was? He's he's like the mountain from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. And but he's the nicest guy all the time. And then after that, and then next day, I we both I I think I apologized then, and we both apologized the next day. We went to Shapiro's and I we just go backstage or go just quietly. We just say sorry. He apologized. Let's not get this between us. No, it's not going to get between us. Bang. And after that, me, me and this comic have been awesome the whole time. Yeah? Nothing ever has come between us. We're always cool with each other, man. That's great. So we, when we both said, this is it, nothing's going to come between us, we're going to bury it, we did. That was a good thing. We both did. So that was... Yeah. I think that's something like, uh, particularly like, uh, comics in general are like insecure people. And so I think uh, insecure people can often dwell on stuff and it can get much bigger in your head than it actually is, right? And so then I think we're all primed to have conflict. Um, So it's a good thing when you find ways not to be. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Like, obviously, Glenn, fucking everybody loves you. You've never had any conflict with anyone, right? Um, Yeah, Glenn, tell him you never had any conflict. You piece of shit. Yeah, Glenn, do it. Are you alluding Fucking to something? Cause no, no, go ahead, Glenn. Go ahead. Tell him, tell him no one did nothing to you, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Say Wait, it on the microphone. Let's all have proof here. Wait, did Santa... I don't know. Let's ask Glenn. What happened, Glenn? Hmm? Glenn. I don't know if this is a bit, but no, Santa... I'm good, eh? Sent me, Santa? I would never do a bit. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's crazy. He must be losing his sleigh bells. Like marbles, but not because <laughs> I, I had to stretch a lot, just like how I stretch into my my Santa suit because I'm a big jolly fat man. Santa, shut the fuck Make up. Your <laughs> Santa, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend three hours at Fringe telling you what I think of you. <laughs> this podcast has to be stored on a night I'm working. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 54 convertible too. Light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear. And that is the episode. I think it was a good one. I was pretty happy with this this particular episode. It was quite great. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you uh, being part 
of our lives and, and of the podcast. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, and for sure we could use it, um, and you're on iTunes, uh, do me a favor and click subscribe. Uh, you will get the episodes a couple of, uh, a few hours early as well. Um, oh, on top of that, if you feel like giving us like a, like a rating, rating us and reviewing us, you can write just crazy batshit things in the review if you want, just so you know. Uh, you know, no pressure. Um, but, um, yeah, if you want to like give us a review for like five stars or whatever, uh, that would really help us and like helps sort of get the podcast out to more people. Um, or you just tell a friend about it who could, you know, something like that. Um, and as always, of course, you can stream it through the Infinite Jest website if you, uh, don't fucking like iTunes because it's kind of a shitty app. It's kind of like badly bloated, slow, unresponsive software that is very closed in its system. Uh, and it's a shame Steve Jobs died, I guess is what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, you can stream it through the Adjust website. I'll put in like a link there um, to, I, I think, I guess like the RSS uh, feed if you want to subscribe like through some other program or whatever. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much the episode. Uh, Perth, come out to shows. Every Monday we're at the Flying Scotsman and we're all doing stuff during Fringe, so check us all out for that. Again, you can find all that through the Jess website. Uh, we love you. You're wonderful people. Keep it real uh, and assorted other platitudes and so on and so forth and Excelsior and beyond. Have a good week. I don't wanna fight tonight. Merry Christmas, I don't wanna fight tonight. Merry Christmas, I don't wanna fight tonight with you. I wear a sad and a sleigh. And tell me why is it always this way? Where is Rudolph? Where is Blizzard, baby? Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. All the children are talking their best. Sugar plum fairies, there's a key in their Merry Christmas